Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Thursday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Oh, we've got so much news these days. Do we? Well, all the news is always about Disney Plus, so I bet that's where we're starting. Oh, what a coincidence. Our first story is about Disney Plus. So as we mentioned yesterday, it did debut uh, with some issues. However... Um, analysts were expecting Disney Plus to reach 10 million subscribers by the end of the year, and they did that yesterday. They hit the 10 million subscriber mark. Yay for Disney! Even though it was without, uh, was not without some glitches. Um, in five years, Disney has a target of 90 million subscribers, and at that point, Netflix is expected to have about 300 million subscribers. Um, after this news. The stock prices went up 3% to $143 a share. And during the first 24 hours after its launch, um, the Disney Plus users worldwide spent 1.3 million hours streaming uh, the service in the first 24 hours. So that's pretty impressive. So much not getting done. Exactly. So many wives annoyed that they had a list that didn't get finished. I finished all my list yesterday. (laughs) Don't look at me with those eyes. All right. Um, And the holiday season is coming. So um, there's a few stories about the holidays. Our first one is at Disneyland. That's right. Yesterday, uh, the cast of Frozen 2, including voice actors Kristen Bell, Adina Menzel, Jonathan Groff, and Josh Gad, uh, kicked off the holidays at Disneyland Resort, much to the surprise of... um, uh, of guests in Disneyland. Well, that's fun to be surprised with, huh? Yeah. And just a reminder, that if you're in California Adventure, you can get a special look at Frozen 2. Um, uh, and also at Disney's Hollywood Studios, you can get a special look at Frozen 2, which right. arrives in theaters on November 22nd. Also in Hollywood Studios, you can get a special look at Santa Claus. That's right. He is going to be set up on Sunset Boulevard for photo opportunities. That's right. He's at the back of the Once Upon a Time souvenir shop. Very good. And at the Wilderness Lodge, we've talked about the um, gingerbread cabin that went up. There is uh, also a character that's being featured, uh, a new character, I guess. I've never heard of him, he's, right? He's Humphrey the Bear. He's, he's been around for a while. Where's he been? Uh, he's been in some of the cartoons. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. So Humphrey the Bear is, is there uh, stringing some Christmas lights on the gingerbread cottage. Um so, anyway, that's uh, very cute. I actually would really love to go see that because... Apparently, Humphrey is the unofficial mascot of the resort, and he is featured on the base of the totem pole outside the Wilderness Lodge Mercantile. Oh, all right. And lastly, in Christmas news, uh, the first of the nights uh, for the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party has sold out. So, it's not the first night of the party. It's the first night to sell out. Correct. And that date is the 22nd, which is actually the last party that is offered. Right. So if you had any plans of going that night uh, and you haven't bought your tickets yet, you're out of luck. I was surprised that they didn't go further, closer to Christmas and maybe even after Christmas. But I guess maybe the parks are so busy that they just can't do that. I don't know. Right. And then we're going to move over to Cruise Line News. There was an award that was won again. That's right. Uh, Disney, for the seventh year in the row. uh, In in the row? Did I just say in the row? In a row. In a row has taken the number one spot in the U.S. News and World Report's 2020 Best Cruise Line Rankings for both cruise lines for families and cruise lines in the Caribbean categories. 
Um, this is based out of 150 ships, um, and it's uh, from an analysis of expert and user opinions that factor in traveler type, overall ship quality, reputation in the industry, types of itineraries, approval ratings, and more. So congratulations to the Disney Cruise Line, which first set sail in 1998 and continues to sail uh, proudly. Very good. Um, and then also, sort of in cruise news, uh, it's actually Port Canaveral news. Um, there's been some fiscal news released about how things are doing there. And, and uh, I guess crowds are up at Port Canaveral and are expected to be up even further. Um, Disney alone is expected to increase its annual sailings from 150 to 216 when the new ships hit. Uh, when are those supposed to come out? Uh, 2021 and 2022 and then 2023. Okay, so yeah, they'll be um, upping their sailings. And Carnival also has a new ship that's supposed to be joining uh, Port Canaveral as its home port. Uh, so they're building a new building there and renovating some of the old buildings, putting quite a bit of money into work at Port Canaveral. That's right. And both the Carnival Mardi, Mardi Gras and the Disney Wish and then whatever the other two Disney ships are will run on liquefied natural gas, which the port is being um, modified to accommodate that type of fuel as these are now the standard fuels for cruise ships. Um, and, you know, you, you think that, okay, they've got to make modifications for the fuel. Well, because of the liquefied natural gas, now they have to order a specialized fireboat uh, at the cost of $4.6 million, 2.5 of which is covered by federal grants. So very busy at Port Canaveral. They, they serviced 4.9 million guests in 2019. Awesome. It's my favorite port, so. Yes, it is. Of course, we haven't cruised out of too many, but. Uh, we've done our fair share. Really? What's our fair share? Two? New York. <laughs> and Port Canaveral. Right. That's not very many. I'd like to go out of Miami uh, at some point, mostly because it seems like those Miami cruises are the ones that do Key West as a stop. Right. Uh, and let's see. Disney Springs. A new shop has opened. That's right. Do you want to talk about it? I don't know much about it. It's the Ron oh. John Surf Shop. Um, and they're open. And I bet they sell surf stuff. They do. It is a new location for them. And... Uh, there's going to be giveaways all weekend, uh, celebration, uh, tons of events going on. So uh, if you like Ron John uh, and you like to surf, you know, hang 10. Hang 10 on over there if you're a surfer. <laughs> I don't think that is works. That what, is that what the kids say? I don't, hang no, 10? I don't think that's how you say no. it. Uh, some construction is going on at the old racetrack in the... Um, Ticket and Transportation Center parking lot. Thank you. Uh, we don't know what is being done there. We could only hazard some guesses, but um, it, there's construction going on. So what do you think is going on there? Uh, I think they're building my new house. Yeah? Yeah. That'd be a good spot. Yeah. They're in the center of all the action. Now, I have no idea, but there are a ton of cranes, a ton of backhoes. Uh, they're doing work along what used to be turn two. Um, they're also taking out part of the track that was actually being used by Alamo. Uh, the Alamo on-site location is right over there, and they would park some of their uh, spare inventory there. So those cars have been moved so they could do this construction. It looks like they're not touching the trees in the area, uh, but they are digging all sorts of holes. And, you know, it, it could be something as simple as drainage, but we don't know what the story is yet. Why bother? I mean, I'm going to hazard a guess that they're just taking the whole thing apart and taking it down. Like, why even leave it there? Okay. I, I don't know. All right. And... Uh, Tri-Circle D Ranch, there's some construction, they moved that, or they're moving that, and there's some construction going on there. 
They are. They are moving that in 2020 to a larger barn um, with updated spaces to care for the horses. Uh, Tricircle D uh, Ranch has been around since the uh, Walt Disney World Resort opened, uh, which is coming up on 50 years. Um, right now, they are currently home to uh, a variety of breeds such as Quarter Horse, Percheron, Paint, Gypsy Vanner, Clydesdale, Belgian, Appaloosa, Arabian, and Shetland Ponies. So, so if you like horses, the Tricircle D Ranch is open to guests, and you can always go over to Fort Wilderness for pony and horseback trail riding opportunities, uh, carriage rides, or sleigh rides, and you can also catch the horses in the Magic Kingdom for some parades and the Main Street Trolley Show. Very nice. In Disneyland, the Indiana Jones Adventure is getting a refurbishment. Do we know what they're doing there? Well, it's a 24-year-old attraction. And they're going to remove and replace the show set bridge to include steelwork, rockwork, and planks. Um, that's the rickety bridge that you go over. Uh, there's additional work that's going to be done. It's not yet on the refurb calendar, uh, but it is noted as uh, being major uh, refurbishments in preparation for its 25th anniversary. All right. Also in Disneyland, some, some construction walls are down in Tomorrowland, and there's a new walkway that's gone in. There is. Tell me all about it. Well, the French fry rocks are mostly gone, and they have a new expanded walkway, which is kind of ridiculous because the walkway now has a large patch of grass in the middle of it mm-hmm. for guests to play, which <laughs> I don't understand. Um, the sign was taken away. There's still some French fry walls over to the left side of the entrance, but it's just a new pathway that include, uh, ma- makes the area less congested. It's a, supposedly a big improvement. They also did a similar change to Adventureland over in Disneyland earlier this year. All right. The Orlando Airport had some new numbers about how many people are, are going through there and, and the types of um, money they're making. That's right. Uh, fiscal 2019 was a big year for the Orlando International Airport. They saw a 6% increase in passengers. So much like Port Canaveral, uh, you know, people are going down there to tour. Uh, September was down due to uh, Hurricane Dorian, which was the first time in two years that the uh, passenger number has gone down. Uh, but they did reach 50 million um they nearly reached 50 million passengers for the year. They did 42.5 million domestic, 7.2 million international, which is a combined number of $4.98 million. Um, five new airlines began serving Orlando in fiscal 19, including GOL, Swoop, and LL, the official airline of Israel. Cool. Yeah. And, you know, we do all this talk about Christmas and Thanksgiving, and then what seems to get lost in the holidays is one of my favorite days of the year, because it's my co-host's birthday. Yay! And that is New Year's Eve. So, uh, what do we have going on for New Year's Eve in Disney World this year? Uh, So, they have quite a few different options, but um, there are three premier ones. They're uh, rooftop events. The first is at the Riviera Resort at Topolino's. It's an Italian masquerade. It includes European-inspired buffets, food stations, a la carte tapas, champagne toasts, a DJ, musical entertainment, and masks are provided. Um, You'll see unparalleled views of the fireworks from nearby Epcot and Hollywood Studios. The price for that, 
$550 a person. We will not be going there for your birthday. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem with my birthday, actually, because everywhere that you want to go usually has these, like, inflated price menus. Like, I can't just go to a restaurant and get a normal meal for my birthday. You know who does not have an inflated menu on your birthday? Who? Chick-fil-A. That's probably true. We could even buy a 30, 30 box nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. We could afford that. We don't have a party. Um, there's also a New Year's Day character brunch at Topolino's. That's $59 for adults and $37 for children, so... If you're not hungover. No. Yeah, right? I think I would... I'm better off with the New Year's Day brunch. Um, and then at Toledo, at Coronado Springs, they are... They are having a Spanish New Year's feast. Um, they're gonna have a DJ, flamenco guitar, craft cocktails, and a sparkling cava toast to ring in 2020. And the price for that event is $400 per person. I know. And then last but not least, at the California Grill, um, in the Contemporary, they are going to have an event featuring live entertainment, character interactions, champagne toast, and views of the Magic Kingdom fireworks for the low, low price of $675 per person. Wow. Yes. And that's the cost of going outside, because if you want to party inside, it's a little cheaper. Uh, the first option is Countdown to Magic, which occurs at Disney's Contemporary Resort in the Fantasia Ballroom. Uh, at the Contemporary is the setting where you can wander through tasting stations and an assortment of libations for partygoers of all ages with a dance floor. Um, there will be a live band, and that is only $299 per person. Such a bargain. It is compared to the other ones. Mm -hmm. Now, you can combine that with the Ink and Paint Club. Uh, the Ink and Paint Club, yeah, the Ink and Paint Club is a private area throughout the evening with an exclusive outdoor viewing of the Magic Kingdom Park fireworks, complete with desserts and a champagne toast. Um, that, as I said, has to be combined with Countdown to Midnight, and that uh, combined ticket is $499. It's funny. It's just like they do uh, during like the Christmas party or the Halloween party where you can you can pay for an extra party within a party. Right. It's like you people are exclusive, <laughs> but you are more exclusive because you've paid more. And then last but not least, uh, the Contemporary Resort is also hosting a Pixar party. Um, it is on the second level of the Contemporary where they will have two ballrooms that have been transformed to the imaginative world of Pixar. You will get an interactive DJ. You get uh, to go to boot camp with Sarge. There is a Pixar-inspired buffet featuring dishes like ratatouille, white cheddar, baked mac and cheese, slow-roasted beef, creme brulee, tarts, and more. At the end of the night, step outside to a ground-level viewing near the Porte Coucherie. Uh, I believe that's the... Uh... I don't know what is the porte cocherie. I don't. I don't. I don't know French. I don't know cocherie. Uh, porte's well, porte's got a door, be, right? Obviously. Uh, if anyone can tell us what a cocherie is, uh, let us know, uh, or we'll tell you in tomorrow's show. Uh, but you'll be able to see the New Year's Eve fireworks at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, this event takes place actually on two nights: the thirty-first, which is New Year's Eve, which is sold out. But you can also pay a hundred ninety-nine dollars a person to celebrate New Year's Eve on December thirtieth. <laughs> Um, there are a few other um, options. Uh, let's see. They've got um, at the boardwalk, they've got the countdown to 2020 at the Atlantic Dance Hall. Um, that'll have a DJ. You'll get views of the Epcot fireworks. They're going to have horns and a confetti drop. Um, and then there's going to be a light bite menu and savory and sweet eats with a complimentary toast at midnight. Um, and then there's also uh, New Year's Eve at the Flying Fish. Um, they're going to have 
uh, various seatings available from 5 to 6.30 and then again from 8.30 to 10. So I think it's two seatings. One runs 5 to 6.30 and the other runs 8.30 to 10. Um, that's on the 31st. It'll ha There'll be a sustainable seafood tower and an intermezzo included only in the second seating. Hmm. And then at the Grand Floridian Resort, um, there's going to... And spa. There's going to be another celebration. Um, that one is going to include dinner waterside at Narcusi's. Uh, you can you just reserve your dinner time, and then later dinner times are going to have a three piece band and a dance floor. But it doesn't it doesn't seem like maybe they're exactly ringing in the new year at midnight Fancy. for that one. No, those are for the old folks like us who want to be in bed by ten, <laughs> right? So uh, if you don't have plans yet for New Year's Eve and you have a pocket full of money, you should book one of these things. That's right. <laughs> and maybe you'll see us there uh, because I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>